0: Talking about the things that matter most to you. Today's Catholic Women. Public Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris Magruder is underwritten by Fred Haas. Over 30 years helping injured Iowans recover losses from accidents and work-related injuries. Fred double D, Haas double A. Learning Rx, finding the right solution to give your child a foundation that can last a lifetime. And Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, a licensed representative of Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. Cindy Good
1: morning, girlfriends. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Julie Nelson. And I'm Chris
2: Magruder. Good morning, and yes. welcome to Snowland.
1: Well, yesterday it was snowing. and I love <laughs> that Wonderland. snow. Wonderland. I love it. Yes. Well, we're here at the Mercy Live Up studio, and maybe you're listening to us on streaming online at Iowa Catholic Radio, or perhaps the new Iowa Free Iowa Catholic Radio app. You're listening through that as well, which we are grateful for our sponsors, Blessman Ministries and the People's Abstract Company.
2: Absolutely. Matter of fact, if you guys are out there thinking, I love Iowa Catholic radio and especially those Catholic women now. (laughs) Hint, hint. Hint, hint. Uh, send in, send in a little donation to us. Tell us, give us, give us a tip. Yeah, give us a tip. (laughs) Give us a tip. Well, today on
1: our show, we have Barbara Heil. She's one of the speakers at the upcoming Iowa Catholic Radio Women's Conference. And we're delighted to have her in studio. She is just a woman of such incredible imbued grace. And knowledge and wisdom and joy and joy and joy. Yeah, really I always tell
2: pe- I tell people about Barbara. You'll love her. She's just this beautiful woman inside and out, and just filled with joy. Love of Christ radiates yes. from yes. her, so, and
1: you can hear it through her voice. So stay with us because you'll hear it, and we'd like you to get to know her. So you can we'll want to come and listen to her and hear more at the conference.
2: Yeah, anybody that gets to know Barbara can't get enough of Barbara. Yes. It's, it's, I think this is going to be the fourth time we've it's had her a jolly holly day with Barbara. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. And speaking of women that we uh, really enjoy and appreciate
1: is Cindy Schulte. And Cindy Schulte, Farm Bureau Financial Services, for her support of Catholic Women Now. We have met Cindy. She's delightful. She's a listener. She's um She's uh, Catholic, and uh, which is <laughs> always good right. here on Catholic women <laughs> now. But she is amazing because she understands annuities and life insurance and runs a, a very successful business. And personally, as a woman, that stuff, that business stuff, is just not and my forte. She and so a,
2: she's a side of her brain that I don't use as often as I right. should. And yeah. I appreciate that. I
1: there, that a woman, I can go to another woman to talk about these things because sometimes I think. Men might look at me like, oh, you're a woman. You don't really, maybe no, but Cindy just takes you under her wing and just teaches you all those things. So, amen. And she is really good with her clients. She takes them and, and really gets to know their needs and their lifestyles and their situations to tailor an a, a
2: investment package for them.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. CindyScholte.com, 515 226 2111. That's right. All right. So let's get on with the show here. This is our guest, Barbara Heil, is joining us today. Hello, Barbara. Hello. Barbara, give us, give us your favorite intro. How, I mean, I, I always say, gosh, she's been all over the world doing all sorts of ministries. She, she came from the Protestant Pentecostal world, had a certificate in how to convert a Catholic. Yeah. And now she's loving the Catholic faith. I, you know, there's so much. I mean, we could talk for hours just about what you've done. What's your favorite part of what you've done to this point?
3: My favorite part of what I've done to this point is just knowing and loving God Mm -hmm. and having Him as the basis of my life Mm -hmm. and uh, a life with the Holy Spirit.
2: And it makes life so exciting when you're
3: walking with Him. It makes life full. Mm -hmm. It is the fullness of life when you're walking with Him. It's an adventure. It is a great adventure.
2: You know, I I know, I will admit, when I was little, you know, I I grew up in in the Catholic world with, you know, nuns as my teachers and priests all around and everything. Um, But I remember thinking, yeah, I'll do that when I'm old. I'll do that boring stuff. You know, I didn't realize how when you start walking with the Lord, how truly joyful it is. It's, how exciting the, great, and it's
3: the adventure. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's what you're made for. You come home when you're walking with Christ. Anything that's lacking, anything that's... uh Anxious comes to rest and he and gets filled up with him. So for me, I think about people that don't know God, and I think, how do they do it? How do they live? I have without having that anchor, that rest, that joy, that life. Yeah, I tell people all the time, you can't lose with the stuff I use. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love it. But you know, you haven't always been Catholic oh no 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 far from it um i actually was trained against the catholic church as a protestant missionary i honestly didn't think catholics knew god i in the in my heart i loved people and i thought if i would minister to catholics that i was actually rescuing them mm-hmm. i didn't know but i really loved god loved the holy spirit loved people and i began to find out that um my prayer life really mirrored what I later found out was part of the Catholic mystical tradition. I had no idea that Catholics believed in miracles. I had no idea that Catholics had saints that walked with God, had the beatific vision, mm. had none of that uh, in my training. I just sort of had this erroneous view and which, never, is, often. which is which is sad, but a lot of it is mis misinformation. I don't think people intentionally lied to me. I think they told me their perceptions, and then we reached our own conclusions. And um, when God began to, to draw me in, no one was more surprised than me. And, you know, just
2: a little side point. That is, that's a, that's a very, I love that. That's a little point of mercy. Um, there, I've had a couple friends say to me and kids that I've mentored who, you know, were kind of taken out of the Catholic Church because they were, they were giving, given misinformation. They were so angry at those people outside the Catholic Church who were giving that. And I said, no, it's okay. They taught you other good things. And now, guess what? Now you're back. So,
1: you know, nobody um, ever has that, I don't, has that intention. Right. Of, of bringing, it's all about, the intention of good, and how that good looks like, and what you perceive as that good—like you said, the perceptions right. get get to be a little bit skewed, mm-hmm. and it's it's all done with with a sense of. Uh, good intentions. The best. good intentions well, yeah. my
3: late husband and I were pastors, and we had many former Catholics that would come into our church and we would go down the line and teach and Our attentions were a hundred percent good,
0: right. and uh
3: you know we we wanted them to know God and don 't look back and just keep going forward well, later, when I began to gravitate towards the Catholic Church because it was actually reading what the Catholic Church actually taught, I remember feeling guilty. It was like, oh, Lord, forgive me. I didn't know that I was saying things that were ignorant or untrue or just parroting what I'd heard from somebody else.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Well, we're glad.
1: We're glad that you listen to the Holy Spirit and you're here with us. This is wonderful.
3: <laughs> I'm glad, too. I tell people I love being Catholic. In fact, this last weekend I was with some pastors who grew up Catholic who, are, who had so many questions about my journey into the church. And part of, uh, part of what I love is I used to apologize. My journey was very long. I really dug my, those two lines you see in the sand were my heels that were being <laughs> pulled in. And I, at first I was kind of apologetic. Wow, I sound so unbelieving and so stubborn. And I realized, no, I had to work through all those questions because now I'm able to answer other people's questions. Well, I and was it's really exciting what's going on uh-huh, right now.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, well, this is Catholic Women now. we're speaking with Barbara Heil, a speaker at the uh, Iowa Catholic Radio Women's Conference. I was curious to know how it was received by your fellow uh, Protestant Brethren about how you come in. I imagine they're watching you very
3: carefully too and, and, and uh, learning from you. I lost some friendships, I will be honest. And then others were just kind of waiting because they knew me. They right. knew they trusted me and the Holy Spirit in me. And so now as a little bit of time has gone by, People are getting bolder about asking questions and thinking, well, what is this? And what's going on? And, and um, no, but it, it's been a mixed bag. But well, yeah. What
2: was one of the most common questions or maybe one of the toughest questions maybe even that you got when you moved over to the Catholic faith? One of the toughest questions was how can I go by being
3: saved by grace to being saved by works? And oh. I'm like, uh, that is not what the Catholic Church teaches. But that's a common misconception. Um, are you, how can you start? I, you know, I love you. I've admired your ministry. How, I don't understand how you are now worshiping Mary. And I'm like, uh, first of all, nobody is worshiping Mary. And, uh, and we just start to unpack that, but things like that. And I, the thing is, I understand because I used to think that way. But the Catholic Church is so rich and full and biblical. And when I began to study and really look at it and look at the history and ask questions, not from people who were bashing the Catholic Church, but from actual Catholics, um, it it just was um, a good thing. Um, it fed my soul. I couldn't get enough. And suddenly the day came where I realized, hey... I think I want to be Catholic. Lord, is it okay? Lord, is this, is this going to be all right? And the Lord was like, come on in. Been waiting for you to make this step. Well, that's not an easy
1: step, especially with the ministry you had as a a minister and, and going and giving talks and presenting things to people all over. I mean, you had a whole, Thing going here. And when you say all and over, it
3: was all over the you, world. I mean, you, How many countries world.
1: have you been to, Barbara? I've That's been a,
3: to over 68 countries. Yes, wow.
1: yes. And it, I mean, to just walk away from that is not an easy thing. And I want to just want to interject here. If you're listening to this, we are not going to give the full story away about her her conversion story because she will, we want to tease you ladies and come to the conference because she's going to share that. So, And it's fun. It's it, a great story. It's a great, it story. It's, it's a it great story. But just listening to what Barbara's saying now, I'm sure your, your interest is, is peaked here. And um, we want to encourage you to come. So I'm sure that was not an easy thing just to walk away
3: or to to slowly. Was it a a slow easing or? Well, I'll tell you, I wasn't coming into the church because I was leaving my old church. I wasn't leaving what I had. Uh, I wasn't, uh, that was what made it harder to come in actually, because it wasn't that I was dissatisfied. It's this, that I found the rest of the gospel. I found the sacraments. I found the traditions of the church. I found the early church and the things taught in the early church still happening today. Every time the mass is celebrated and I was drawn. So it wasn't about leaving something that I didn't love it was about bringing who i was fully into the full communion of the catholic church so i've still i you know i i received christ as my savior as a protestant i've received the infilling of the holy spirit as a protestant i received the love of the word as a protestant i brought all of that with me into the Catholic Church uh, with my sisters who also love the Word of God, who also love the Holy Spirit, who also love the church. So um, it wasn't so much leaving something as embracing something more.
2: You walked across a bridge.
3: I did. You did. And now you're a bridge to others. I I am a bridge. I find it going kind of both ways. I I share with a lot of Catholics about their faith. One of the things that was hard for me coming in, was because I was so passionate about people knowing God. I I did, I had a hard time understanding how people could go to church, go to mass and not be hungry for the Word of God and what the church was teaching and did not know the teachings of the church. And uh, that was actually a blockage for me. And when I kind of got over myself and (laughs) got over that and just obeyed the thirst that God put in my heart for the Eucharist and the sacraments of the church uh, coming in, I, I found hungry... Hungry people who like me, want to serve God, live for God, walk with their beloved, and I found on the Protestant side my non Catholic friends that love the Lord um, the questions the they you know they'd experienced a lot of Catholics leaving for the Protestant church. All of my friends have former Catholics in their churches. A lot of my friends are former Catholics that are pastors today in certain denominations. They had never met anybody who had gone from being a Protestant minister into the Catholic church. Oh, and there's so so many. There's, There's, a, a, lot There's yes. a lot of them today. There's a lot of them today. But my friends had never met anyone mm. like that. And, Turn on more. And I'll be Crowley. honest, yeah. <laughs> the Journey well, Home. I, mean, I used to watch The Journey Home and I would think... <laughs> I'm not the only one. Yeah, well, that's what's so beautiful about that ministry yeah. he has is to give that hope to
1: others. Well, we're going to, have to take a short break here, but we're going to come back with Barbara Heil and talk a little bit more about the, um, the aspect of Catholics who don't know their faith and, and her journey with that and how she can help us as Catholics to come alive in our faith. You're listening to Catholic Women Now here on Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 a.m., 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM, streaming live at Iowa Catholic Radio. And perhaps you're listening on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app.
2: Yeah, keep us tuned in. We are here live at the Mercy Live Up studio. Um, Julie would love it if you would like us on Facebook today. (laughs) And then also, um, we we just want to remind all of you that we are going to be Giving away a free ticket to the Iowa Catholic Women's Conference coming up on February 25th, where you will hear more of Barbara Heil and Father Cedric and Andy Lavallee of Live the Fast. It's going to be a fabulous conference. You want to come. So I believe it's the fourth listener today. Um, calls in. At the end of the show. Uh, is that correct, Julie? End of the, the show? Anytime during the show, you can okay. call in. Okay, And the number to call
1: is 223-1150, and the fourth caller will receive a free ticket. Okay, so call now. Yes. Call now. And the Iowa Catholic Women's Conference is Saturday, February 25th at St. Francis CC Church in West Des Moines, Iowa. Cost is $30, which is a steal. That is just a really good deal, and lunch is included. Yes. So you can go online at Iowa Catholic Radio and register now. Grab some girlfriends, your mom, your sister, your coworkers. Just really be courageous and step out and invite people.
2: And if you want to come um, with a husband to part of it, the night before, Friday night before, February 24th, invite your husbands, invite the public. It's going to be free to come hear Father Cedric speak about the Holy Spirit as well at St. Francis. And Andrea
1: Andy, Andy LaValle. Thank you. Andy LaValle of Live the Fast will be the other speaker as well. And he will be our guest next week on the show. So we're trying to introduce these speakers to you, ladies, so you have yes. an idea and you feel familiar when you come in and, and you say, oh,
2: I know her. I heard her talk. Uh-huh. Yeah. And when you see their faces, then you'll really know them. So. And then later today,
1: we're heading out to the Iowa Catholic Radio Women's Mosaic Luncheon at St. Pius Church here in Des Moines, Iowa. And we're going to have a great speaker, Alicia Barkas, from the Mercy, they're opening up a new women's center. center for women. That's Hel- exciting. Center. Wait, yes. I think that's great. Yes. So come on out and join us. You can still show up. Come
2: shake our hands. We want to meet you. We love to meet one our of listeners. our four listeners. We
1: love to meet our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Although
2: I met somebody else. So I think we're up to five. Oh, that's great. <laughs> and you've heard all these great, wonderful things. So please keep
1: us in your um, prayers and perhaps a donation here to help us out with all these wonderful
2: programs that we are bringing to you here in the Des Moines area. That's right. That's right. Well, Barbara Heil, we're speaking with Barbara Heil again. And um, we were talking a little bit before about your conversion story, but that, that kind of overflows into evangelism. Um, you know, one of the yeah. things that I think happens, at least that I've noticed in my life, and I've talked to God about this a few times, is, you know, what I've realized is when you love God you can 't help telling people about it, and that 's why he is love. he has to continue to grow right exactly so that 's kind of the way I see evangelism exactly exactly
3: um, you 're going to give what you're, what is feeding you when you re, what happens when you have the perfect cup of coffee, you go and tell everybody, oh, "I just went and had the most amazing cup of coffee, and when you have a relationship with Christ that meets your deep inner needs. You want other people to have those deep inner needs met as well. It's like being in love. What happens when you're in love? You want to tell everybody that you're in love. You want to talk Mm -hmm. on and on about Mm -hmm. the person you're in love with. Mm -hmm. So when I recognize that I am the Father's beloved, that he absolutely loves me, that he's absolutely for me, that he can meet every need of my soul, every need of who I am, and that I can feed on him. I can feed on him, not just in the Eucharist, but I could feed on him in the Word. I can feed on him in prayer and have that communion with him. It so fills my life that when I walk out of that that place of communion with the Lord, I'm just spilling. You just want to spill it on everybody because you're just, you're content and contented, you're joyful. Don't you
2: have to be a little bit careful? I know I one time I went up to a bunch of my neighbors who are new in the neighborhood and I'm like, let's have a Bible study. And they all kind of looked at me like, oh, okay. They uh, took a couple steps back and said, thank you for the cookies. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Who Who are you? Well, that Bible study never happened because I came on too strong because I was so excited. Well,
3: evangelization is not about I'm just going to just hang with me. Evangelization is not about inviting somebody to something. Evangelization is about introducing somebody to someone. It's not about bringing people to an event. It's bringing people to a God. It's totally different. And when I understand when I'm with people that God wants to meet their needs, God wants to bless them. God knows their loneliness; He knows the stuff going on in their life. He is He died to meet their needs, and when I when I'm with someone that I perceive as as uh, not knowing the Lord like I do, that God wants to minister to them, I don't I don't invite them somewhere else. I invite Christ to be there with us right then mm. and to meet that need that they have so that they begin to understand.
2: Oh yeah. You just pray with them right there. I
3: pray with people at airports, I pray yeah. uh, Jeff and I have a uh, a what we call our waitress ministry. He says I have this gift of making waitresses cry. Uh, but it's because God That's meets nice. us where we're at. <laughs> We, I love Catholic teaching. We are the hands and feet of Jesus. <laughs> a famous Catholic saint said, we're the hands and feet of Jesus. So if I'm there and they're in a crisis or just, in their, maybe it's not a crisis, they're just in their regular life, the regular day, but I'm there full of God's heart, full of God's spirit. And the Holy Spirit wants to touch that person. Well, you're the hands and feet. Okay, so what about the
1: person who's desiring that and is seeking that, but they haven't met you to come be that person. And I know we're all called to be it. But maybe there's a sense of I'm not worthy of this. And the sense of, you know, how do you how do you how do you work with that?
3: You mean not worthy of the receiving or yeah, not worthy the worth, of the giving? We're worthy of the receiving. We're worthy of the receiving. It's because we're we are looking at ourselves instead of the nature of God. Mm-hmm. Oh. And it's salvation and the touch of God and the invitation of God is not so much about you and your nature, it's about Him and His nature. And He invites us in as we are with all of our mess, with all of our stuff. He knows that we're broken. I don't have to tell God. I'm broken. He knows I'm broken. He knows I need healing. And he says that the the physician doesn't come for those that are well. The physician comes for those that are sick. And that's why you pray with waitresses. That's why I pray with people because I, I'll, I'll, if I allow myself, I'll look and I'll just start to have a conversation and I'll just, I just want to bless this person. I just want them to feel the love of Christ.
1: So what I'm hearing you saying, you see that person as Jesus sees them and not as what you see him as Barbara, the human per- woman, that,
3: but you see him as Christ sees them. Well, Is I, that what you were
1: thinking? Kind of sort to. of,
3: yeah. I look. You learn to look beyond the role the person is playing. You look. You look beyond what they're doing is a job. They're no longer a cog right they 're not they're a just they 're not just a cog they 're not just a piece they 're not just uh you know making your day go more smoothly bringing you food right' serving order. you yeah. you know they're, it, it's it 's a person that is created in the image of God that is that is probably rubbing shoulders with you in that day because they 're working they 're busy they 've got things on their mind they 've got their own heartbreak issues that they 're dealing with. maybe their life is fantastic, but they 're still searching because it 's not enough yet. And you begin to look at the person instead of the role that they're playing for you. It's it's not just a waitress that's bringing me my French fries. This is a woman that's working today. Maybe she had to leave her kids to be here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Why is she working at this restaurant? God only knows. Why, you know, the the teller at the bank, uh, the person you're sitting next to while you're waiting for your flight at the airport, Uh, There, There's a world of stuff going on with that person. They're a person, and Jesus died for them, and he calls us. My husband and I, just last night, we were reading in the catechism. The church, the Roman Catholic Church, sends us... With the commission to be witnesses, to be mission, to be missionary in our lives, to bring people to Christ.
2: And that doesn't mean you have to go across the world. No. It's wherever you no. are. And it
1: doesn't mean you have to know every teaching tenet of the Catholic Church. No. All I need to know is... Lots of is, letters
2: behind your name. No.
3: No. no. I, in fact, that, that can actually become a deterrent because we get all up in our head and we want to dot the I's and cross the T's mm-hmm. and make sure everything's perfect. Well, guess what? Jesus didn't come for me to, to, for my perfection. He came because of my imperfection. He's attracted to my brokenness. He is attracted to my need for him. And so when we, uh, bring the gospel to people, it's, it's not coming to people that can measure up to something. It's bringing the physician to those that need the touch from God.
2: And I know we only got have about 30 seconds left here. Yeah, but, but I'm thinking on a, on a practical level. I can just see you sitting down, Barbara, and I'm seeing it's in your smile. It's in the way you communicate with them. Just joy. And, and the way you reach out to them rather than just, for example, with the waitress, just giving her your order. I'm sure you engage I'll give her. you a tip.
3: You have to look at people. In the eye. Yeah. Look them in the eye. I, I've done ministry training schools all over the world. And one of the things I teach people is if you want the Holy Spirit to move through you, you want to be a vessel for God, the hands and feet of Jesus, you have to look people in the eye. And when you look them in the eye and you see them, something amazing happens. They know when you see them. It's that intimacy thing. Into me, see. Exactly. And they have this sense of of I matter.
1: Mm -hmm. Exactly. I matter to someone and I'm mattering to you in this moment. You're looking at me. And I see you and Right. You it, see
3: me as a person. The, you see me be on what I'm doing
1: for the you. The eyes
2: truly are the the that window of, to the Well song. and they I'll really give you are.
3: I'll give you a little fun thing to do next time you, you go through a drive through at um, caribou coffee or something like that. Make eye contact with the person you're handing the money to, smile at them, say something about the day or about the coffee or about the promotion they're doing, but look at them and engage with them and let them know that you know they're a person. I did that yesterday. I don't know how it, I wasn't
1: even thinking about it. And I looked at this man in the driver. Like, thank you. And he just kind of looked at me. Exactly. Kind of like, he looked at me like,
3: you're welcome. And <laughs> yeah, it was like, something
1: different. He, he saw knew, something different in he, you. He knew
3: you saw him. Yes. 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 You know, how many
1: times we're looking down when we're, like, yep, thank you. And drive on. Uh-huh. Got it. See, an
3: evangelization cannot be about making a quota or about just throwing stuff out there. Yeah, awesome. All right.
1: Well, we could talk forever. Barbara <laughs> Heil, speaker at the Iowa Catholic Radio Women's Conference, be there February twenty sixth. Thank you so much. You're welcome.
0: Wisdom of women.
2: Proverbs thirty one twenty six. she opens her mouth in wisdom and on her tongue is kindly counsel. Okay, this one comes straight out of the Bible. Acts 1,
1: 8, <laughs> but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, throughout Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth.
2: Amen. That's what we're talking about. That is an amen, isn't it? Yes. yes. Thank you to Fred J. Haas Law Offices. He is an experienced attorney of 35 years of, uh, he does personal injury, workers' comp, and medical malpractice. And is always a man of good counsel, whether he's speaking legal counsel or counsel of the Holy Spirit. He's a great guy. 515-256-6301. Fred, double D, Haas, double A dot com. Well, that concludes another
1: show. It went by really quickly, as always, here broadcasting from the Mercy Live Up studio. The Iowa Catholic Radio Rosary is next.
3: Closing conclude?
1: pray. In name the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit, upon us and infuse with us a fire for your great love, for the love of Jesus. And Lord, help us to to find courage, to find you in everybody that we meet today. And may that one person that you put before us, we just look them in the eye and let them know that they are loved and they matter. We ask this in your name. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
2: Amen. Amen.
0: Now go do impossible things with God talking about the things that matter most to you today's catholic women Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris Magruder is underwritten by Fred Haas. Over 30 years helping injured Iowans recover losses from accidents and work-related injuries. Fred double D, Haas double A. Learning Rx, finding the right solution to give your child a foundation that can last a lifetime. And Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, a licensed representative of Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. CindySchulte.com. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris Magruder Every Thursday at at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. On the radio voice for Catholic women now. 11.50 a.m., 88.5 FM and 94.5 FM, Iowa Catholic Radio.